0: welcome to the kayla ambrose show i'm your host and your travel guide to the other side kayla ambrose if you haven't already click subscribe to my podcast and wherever you're listening to me from thank you i appreciate it also please visit my website exploreyourspirit.com sign up there for my free newsletter you'll get information about upcoming podcasts how to ask questions on the podcast Information about my books, online courses, private consultations with me. I'm a psychic, an intuitive lifestyle coach, an award-winning author, a wisdom teacher, and an intuitive interior decorator. So wear a lot of hats, all to do with intuition and psychic ability. And if I can help you in any of those ways, reach out on exploreyourspirit.com and contact me. Be happy to help. Okay, so today I want to talk about a really big topic, and I'm going to see how much I can discuss in this one podcast. It's probably going to lead to many more conversations coming back here to talk about this topic, but we'll get started today. That topic is the Akashic Records. Now, if, if this term is new to you, to quickly explain it, we have multiple lifetimes. We reincarnate and come back over and over again. And the information from every lifetime is stored in an area on the other side that we refer to is the Akashic Records. And that contains all of the information about every lifetime. And when we leave the earth plane and we go back over there, we review our Akashic records. Most recently, the lifetime that we just had, and we see, did we do a good job? did we do what we came down here to learn and experience were there things we were trying to work through karmically to learn lessons from and do better did we do better did we do worse did we gain more karma did we create bigger problems how did we do and we kind of review this each time then we're trapped on what's called the will of karma the more karma you make You have to come back down here again to try to fix it, repair it, outgrow it. And we keep cycling back down here through reincarnation. Each lifetime before we come back down, we meet with our guides and our advisors and other people and decide how we're going to be born. We pick our parents. We pick our lifestyle. We pick our physical looks, everything about us. And we put ourselves and what we think is the best case scenario to experience the positive and negative things we need to experience in order to learn what we're uh, seeking to understand or evolve from or outgrow. So when we die, we then go back over it and we review and it continues over and over. This has been going on for millennia with the acoustic Records. And is the process how it's done? And if you've read my awakened aura book, you know that I talked about in that book that I began to see a new grid of cords being built around our auric bodies earlier in this century. And I wondered what that grid was going to do. I kept watching it, paying attention to it, and trying to understand why this more complex. Grid was being built around our auric body, and I realized that it was creating kind of a container like a ship around our body that was going to help us to be able to make the change the shift from what was going to happen here on earth as we went through a lot of energetic changes, and it would somehow protect the physical body enough to let what was happening. Uh, vibrationally to us on the mental and emotional and spiritual level that the body could try to do its best to go through into this big change. So as I watched this happen, I started then to see the next big change, which had to do with psychic ability, um, and the Akashic records. And I've never talked, I think, publicly about this before. I think this might be the first time I'm really going to put it out there, what I've seen So, first thing I want to say is that uh, psychic abilities are not the same as they once were. And I started noticing this change around 2013. I would see what people were before. When I would read for them, I would see very distinctly what was going to happen in their future. Uh, Not just tomorrow, but way down the line. And it's because most people have their creatures of habit. And so they have an idea or a thought of what they're going to do. And they create their outcome because they pretty much are set on what they're going to do. They have free will to do anything, but people seem to like to do the same thing over and over again. And if they don't work on themselves and change who they are at the deepest level, they tend to attract that same person or situation or a problem, um, or a career or experience to them over and over because they're not really working on it. They're feeling victimized or they're blaming others. So karma, how it works is it's going to continue to attract the same problem to you over and over, um, until you figure it out and fix it and get better. So as a psychic, you kind of can see that over and over that the person's kind of bringing that same experience in. But what I started seeing in 2013 is those directions had changed where there was one path where it looked like the person might be proceeding. Now there were multiple paths and it was changing much quicker. And the only way I know how to describe the change is that it was like time itself was changing and shifting and speeding up. And so... What used to take a lifetime or more, multiple lifetimes, to work through karma, to progress with what you needed to learn and to do, had completely altered. And now what you could work through karmically uh, and change and process could happen in years, months, weeks, days, sometimes in minutes. And time itself was speeding up to make... Our lifetime go much quicker in this way so something is definitely happening with time and it's part of this evolutionary process we're going through so no longer do we have this karma and then we get through a little bit of it and we go back to the other side and then we come back and reborn again doing it over we're able to review it more in real time now and see what's happening and course correct and fix it here in, in real time. So this was, I was seeing this psychically, and then I was seeing the Akashic records because they were kind of wide open. And when I read for, for clients, I go into their Akashic records to see, and I asked to see what, you know, is bringing this experience to them and what it means at a deeper level, try to explain to them. So, the Akashic Records, as I started to visit after 2013, were so different. They were open, and um, they were easier to filter through. And there was a lot being released from them, even a lot of karma for people. It was like moving at a much quicker pace. It was like there was an upgrade that had happened on the other side, where the data was really slow, like slow internet. And all of a sudden, it got high-speed internet, and everything was moving really quickly. I don't know what happened with this change in 2013, but I know there's been course corrections ever since something that happened around the year 2000. And something happened around then where something... (laughs) I really... I'm not sure how to explain this but something happened that wasn't supposed to, there was some type of tear in the universe in some way. And it let something else come through. And I say something else cause I can't define it, but there was a tear and it happened long enough that some things got through and could wreak havoc. And there's been an work from the other side to try to repair this. The tear itself was repaired. Not too much longer, but the damage had been done, and there were things coming through. And there's been some other things that have happened since then that that um, have caused some other stress on our grid. And so, in 2012, we had the prediction about the end the end of the world, according to the Mayan count calendar, and what that really was was the end of an age. And we would start a new age. But these other things that happened put some stress on that to make it more challenging. So, it's kind of thrown us into an area now where what was supposed to be, it's not going the way that that they thought it would. And this is because of these other things that happened. And I don't know who caused it to happen, what groups... Anything like that, I just can see these tears and see these changes. Some even talk about the Collider. You might have heard about the Collider where it created dark matter for a short amount of time and talking about what that may have done. There's a lot of theories. I can't describe the science part of it. I can only tell you about what I see psychically and what it's doing. So it put a lot more stress on everyone right after 2012, December 21st, 2012, and we entered into we were in the darkest part of the Milky Way at that time, going through this transition, and it put a lot of stress more than uh, there was meant to be. So we started 2013 with um, these changes, and everyone was here that was here um, was began to feel at that time. And because of these tears and um, these openings that were then sealed, it put a lot of stress on people, on their physical body and their well-being. And many started to leave. Many souls started to leave saying, this is too much. It's too much on my physical body. I can't really handle this change. Or I could do better on the other side. I'm not as good. Boots on the ground here. So a lot of people began to leave the earth plane in 2014, 2015, 2016, kind of saying I'm going to go work on the other side. It's it's hard, too hard here to hold it together. And so there were three types of light workers that had come in around this time to work um, and to hold it together. And the first part was to kind of keep this grid from imploding on itself to keep everything together. So from what I'm seeing there's three cycles that are going to happen. And each cycle lasts for nine years and then it moves into the next one. Now, I don't think that's mathematically perfect. I'm sure dates bleed in. That's just a good average estimate. So starting at the end of 2012, what happened is what I wanna call the great shaking, the great shift, really. And it was to reset everything. It was the end of the Piscean Age and the Age of Aquarius. It was the end of that cycle at 2012. This is what many of us came down here to live through to help usher in this new time. And it's been the hardest time ever uh, to live on this planet, to go through these, especially because we're in uncharted waters. This is the first time that Earth as a planet is attempting to evolve from how it's been at third dimension and to go to the next level and it's a big experiment for a lot of reasons one of them being that a lot of other planets that have done this type of evolution didn't have beings on it that were given free will so free will is like a free for all it means anyone can change anything at any time we have a global consciousness grid that surrounds the earth And that's full of all our thoughts and emotions and ideas. And so everyone contributes to that global consciousness with what you think and what you emote every day. That causes a lot of disruption because the grid can change constantly with with that type of energy. So no one really knows. This is one of the biggest experiments ever done on a planetary level to create a planet like earth where all these things can be done at a conscious, unconscious, and higher consciousness level. And so we're in this first period right now, which is as I call it the great shaking or the great shift. And I believe this is happening that it started in 2012 and that it went through 2021. So we just finished with the first cycle. During this first cycle of nine years, great darkness was on the land, and many people fell. Many people lost themselves. They lost their minds. They lost their identity. They lost their way, uh, and many people died, choosing not to go through all of this, this tumultuous change, um, and this great shaking. It was really a scary time. Thus people who came down here as light workers to try to help held the grids, the consciousness grids, the global consciousness grid, the grids that were built in the aura, everything that kind of held the earth together as best as it could as it was shifting and shaking and moving through this great change. It was a very vulnerable time because the grids were being shaken hard and that allowed little cracks in them and it's a time where things could slip through and so there was a lot of holding the light and trying to keep it as safe as possible and now i believe we're in the second level of the nine-year cycles of these three phases and this one i call the great change the great new direction and where we were holding tightly in the first nine years, holding the grid as tight as we could just to keep it together, where everything was shaking and shifting around us. Now we're going to be stretched. We're going to be stretched as we spread energy. This new direction is going to force us to undo and unthink everything To challenge all of our belief systems, to challenge everything before and to completely rethink it, uh, revitalize it, renew it. And if it's not working, to modernize it. A lot of things will not be able to continue like they once were. And a lot of belief systems won't work anymore. They're going to crumble and fall. This started with the Great Shaking. And now as it's being stretched, they simply aren't going to hold up. That is going to be a lot of religious beliefs for people. It's going to be a lot of what people thought how society was supposed to be, how their hierarchy of the world. As we're changing from this age of Pisces into Aquarius, we're also changing from a patriarchal masculine time into a matriarchal feminine time. This is going to change how relationships work, how people feel about others and groups, uh, respect for other types of people, everything is going to be redefined. It's going to be a time of what I call being, not doing. It's not the same anymore. And the patriarchal time that we're just finishing, it was all about what do you do? Are you important? Let me see your credentials. It's all about what you do and it's going to move now into who are you why are you here as a soul how be you not what can you do and everywhere you go your energy is going to create ripples of effect people will begin to read you and see you not by what you do but how you be what does your energy feel like what do you contribute on an energetic level? Do you bring disruption or do you bring harmony? The, even how power is felt and perceived is going to change. What was thought is the way to gain power and all of that is going to fall and falter for many and change in a new way. With this, karma has changed. The Akashic records are changing as well. And new ways are going to be birthed right now, including symbols. A lot of ancient symbols are not going to work the way they once did. They are going to change and alter, some in a subtle way, some in a very big way. The old ways aren't going to quite work the same anymore. So it's all about a time of new creation and creating um, a universal energy that reacts with this new vibration. We have seen the beginning of this in 2022 with what people are calling the great resignation. People are thinking about what they want to be rather than do. College attendance is dropping. People are thinking about what they really want to be every day and not just how hard they're working for someone else. Those who are light workers who've come here and Their souls are open to understanding they have a purpose, that there's more to do, that they're here as a spiritual being trying to help during this time. They have been very purpose-focused in this last nine-year cycle of what were they doing and how they would hold the grid together and to help things shake up, how to get people to wake up, you know, when, when you're in a deep sleep. And people shake you and they're shaking you hard. Wake up, wake up. That's what's been happening. And now, as we move into the second cycle, it's different. It's not about shaking anymore. It's about spreading energy wherever you are in the moment, not just at a certain time or holiday or ritual or where you go in sacred space where you're like, oh, I did this thing, it was so sacred. I went here or there, it was just really cool place it's about making everywhere you are sacred space in your home uh, at the park out wherever you live every place is sacred every moment is sacred every thought is sacred everything you say is sacred it's about spreading the energy stretching the energy and showing that wherever you are it's not about oh i have to do the specific thing Oh, I'm spiritual or a light worker or all this. Okay, so what do I have to do? What's my title and role going to be? That is changing. It's about, are you being? Your energy is enough just to be here where you're, you were holding the light and now you're going to be spreading the light everywhere you go. And it's so needed right now because we have been in this period of darkness. So just being strong enough to hold the light within you, to keep the positive energy, and to spread that in any conversation, situation, that is all that's being asked right now. So you might do it in conversations. You could have any career in the world that you do well, that you do with joy, that you do with wanting things to be better for whatever reason you're doing it and whoever you're doing it for. Because it's all about your being. You're a spiritual being. And so you become the light and you infuse the light. If you make pizzas all day, you put light in the pizzas that they will nourish and bring joy and positivity to those who eat the pizza. If you drive the bus, you put light in the bus that those who who are in it will feel better traveling there, will have had a safe journey where they feel good. It doesn't matter what way you choose or what you choose to do. It's about being. And so we're going to see with a great resignation a big change of these things where people decide how they want to be and what they're going to do with that at every level there will be a huge change in direction and flow of energy. Because of this, psychic ability will continue to change as well, as well as what's being recorded in the Akashic Records. Because there is more being now, it will be a chance to connect with the higher levels of your soul. It will be to bring all that energy and wisdom from many lifetimes into you now because you're not as focused on doing and performing as the personality you are in this lifetime you will become more focused on just being as Shakespeare said to be or not to be that is the question and now we are answering that question and so as we be and we're more in touch with this that light will come through and the wisdom from the ages will begin to come through us The answers we seek are within, not without. They're coming through us. And as we open up now further, the pipelines from there to here are moving faster and quicker in delivering this information. Now when I do readings for people and I say, yes, I see what the future holds for you, but which one do you want? Meaning they have the potential to have several outcomes, and it has to do now with their free will and their decision-making because they can change so quickly now with our thoughts, with our belief system, with what we want to create or not create or attract to us. We can have multiple outcomes. We are connecting at a universal level so much quicker. This second cycle that I'm talking about has started in 2022, and I believe we'll go to 2031. And then, starting in 2032 onward to 2041, we will see what I'm going to call the great beginning. And this is when I think science will be noting some of this as well. Uh, one of the things I think they will see is DNA changes in us especially with the children that are born at this time. Their DNA will already be slightly different from what ours are now. But people who are alive today, some of their DNA is going to begin to alter as well. I talk about with psychic ability that at the epigenetic level in our cells, we have psychic ability stored at the cellular level. And for some of us, when we go through great stress or trauma Uh, especially at a young age, it quickly opens these cells and it heightens our psychic ability. It's kind of a protection method that was installed a long time ago when we relied on these senses more to survive out in the wild. And it was one of the few things we had for protection. So some people's psychic ability has jump-started in that way uh, through a triggered event. But our DNA is changing where everyone's psychic abilities are going to be triggered and opened more. So we will become more telepathic. We will become more intuitive. And what people call hunches or gut feelings, very soon will be understood more as intuition. We had times in the past where there were great teachers that came down here and tried to help us with each evolutionary um, leap. What I believe has happened with that, and what I've seen, is every time that would happen and they would come down here, people would get confused. And they would think of that person as being uh, a god with powers that no one else had. But that being that would come down here was trying to explain no, I'm trying to show you what you're capable of and what you can achieve. You just have to direct your consciousness into this type of understanding, and then you can unlock it within yourself. But people not understanding each time would be like, no, okay, I will pray to you or make an offering to you, and so you will do this for me. And so they tried so many times to send down one of these master teachers to show this, and each time it would get confused, And the person would be turned into a a figure to worship. So I believe that they've stopped doing this. And what is done now is the idea is delivered rather than through a person. And the idea is released into the global consciousness. And it floats there for anyone who wants to pick up on it and run and create and do something with it. So what happens is you get several people at the same time working on the same type of thing. And it really just becomes kind of a race to see who's going to get it first. Many years ago, I had a different podcast called The Explore Your Spirit with Kayla Show. And I talked to the world's brightest authors and researchers and teachers and spiritualists and scientists and everyone in the metaphysical community. And one of them I talked to was Brad Steiger, who has written, gosh, I think over like 160 books, some big number like that, dedicated his whole life to metaphysical and paranormal studies. And I was talking to him about this theory I had, that I had seen this for decades now, where I would hear this idea or this thought that the other side wanted humanity to understand. And it would, I would see it like a drop being dropped into the global consciousness grid where it would circulate there for anyone that wanted to pick it out. And he told me that he had seen something similar. So he told me a story one time that he's, he's a writer, he writes books. He's not a singer and he's not a songwriter, but he kept hearing a song in his mind And he kept trying to sing this song and write this song. And he's like, what am I going to do with this? I don't know how to sing and I'm not going to publish this song. I don't even know how to sell a song. And he was at a conference where he happened to meet a guy who was um, a singer songwriter. And they were talking. It was a metaphysical conference. And the guy said, hey, I'm not a writer like of books but I can't stop trying to write this book. And I'm not good at it, but there's a thought I have that's so important that I, I feel compelled to get it out. So they ended up talking about it. It was the same idea. They both had heard the same information and were compelled to get it out. But funny enough, the, the singer was trying to make it into a book and Brad was trying to make it into a song. And they laughed how the information was out there and it was really about which person was going to put the pieces together first and build it into what it was. He didn't tell me what the actual topic was about. He was just explaining the theory of how that works and that he agreed with my theory that these ideas are dropped into the global consciousness and then it's up for whoever wants to create it. I also think that sometimes these ideas are created And sometimes they're stopped. I think Tesla pulled many of his ideas from this global consciousness. And a lot of his work was destroyed by others who didn't want his ideas like freedom of energy. How we could have had an energy source around the earth that provided electricity and power for everyone for free. There were others that wanted this stopped because follow the money. So there are times when the information gets out, and sometimes it's stopped. But the thing about the global consciousness is you really can't stop the information in that field. So where one is stopped, the next person picks up. Energy doesn't die. It lasts forever. It just changes form. That's why we don't really die. We just change form. Our soul just leaves the physical body, which was its operational vehicle, here on Earth, and that it changes form uh, when it goes into the other side. So I think in this last nine-year cycle, in the third cycle, from 2032 to 2041, the great new beginning, as I call it, we are going to spring forward. The first one we held, the second we stretched, and the third we spring forward. Each of those affected us on a different level. And the first one as we held the grid, it was everything to hold our emotional body together. and it was an extremely emotional time. The second phase from 2022 to 2031, where we're being stretched, it's our mental field. Are we going to open our minds? Are we going to blow past the small-minded thinking and the limited beliefs that we have held on to? and really stretch our minds to understand how much is out there in the consciousness. And then the third phase from 2032 to 2041 is all about springing forward. And this will be our spiritual progression. If someone asked me to guess a time when I think there would be open, public visitations from other beings, aliens, aliens, other types of beings, I think it would be during this third phase from 2032 to 2041 when we would first begin to have public realization of this, of other beings who are engaging. But I think a lot of that relies on what we do right now in this second phase. If we go into wars, again, very serious at the world level, It's pushing us backwards. It's going to take all this work and slow it down and push it backwards. So a lot depends on our free will and what happens in this nine-year cycle. So the Akashic Records are recording all of this, and they're opening and releasing and shifting and filtering through all our other lifetimes, sending all the wisdom that we've gained from each lifetime and telling us now is the time. Take all that you know, Open your mind and go further with it. Use everything you've got. So if you're wondering what to do at this time, how you can help, how you can stretch, how you can open your mind, the first thing you have to do is to clear the airwaves for you. And to do that, you have to let go of anything from the past. You have to let go of any pain, any grudges, any anger, any resentment, anything that you don't like about the past from every lifetime, but most importantly, this lifetime that you're carrying with you now. Whatever it was that happened, you send love and gratitude and you let it go. I find it funny that Let It Go and a movie surrounding that has been such a theme during this Time of this first cycle. When you let it go, you have a conversation with the higher soul of each person so that that gets recorded in the Akashic record. You don't necessarily have to go to that person and talk it out with them or apologize directly if you don't feel that would be in the best interest of all involved. You can talk to the person's higher self and you can say, I understand. Did these things happen between us? We came together for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I did things. You did things. We all did things. Maybe it was the best all we could do at the time or the best we understood. And maybe it wasn't, but that's where we were. I forgive you for what you did. And I forgive me for what I did. And I let it go. I release all pain, all grudges, all resentments. Everything has to be removed. If you're still holding, then you're attached. And when you're still attached, you're blocking the flow. You have to forgive people at the soul level. You say to their soul, I release you. I let you go. We are no longer attached. This is letting go of all these old chords and resentments and pain. And it clears the way for the new energy to flow into you. Once you do that, it is time to stretch and to open your mind and to find things to do that uplift your thoughts and make you wonder more and make you think more. It could be creative outlets you do. It could be learning about new things it could be questioning the things that you've been taught your whole life is that really true is that really the way things are or have i just been told this and conditioned to believe this my whole life did society teach me this did did a religion teach me this did my parents did a culture what is the truth at this time it's time to keep an open mind Even if you feel, okay, maybe there is some truth to this, it's still okay to have an open mind and say, there may be more to learn about this. There may be some that I don't understand. What's happening right now is people are fearful and they feel a sense of a loss of control and understanding. And a lot of people by nature are afraid of change and they want to feel in control. So when something gets questioned, that disrupts their beliefs of how they think the world should work or their religious beliefs or how they think anything should work from the economy to the world, to their career. As soon as it starts to change, it creates fear. When you can open your mind, you lose fear. When you can see the bigger picture, you see new opportunities, new ways to overcome obstacles, new ways to bring in new information and see things without having to throw everything else away. You see it from a a bigger picture, a greater understanding, and with an ability to still work with it, but see it at that different level now that you're at. We're all learning to level up and to be more and to see more. To do that, you have to open your intuition. You have to Let go of trying to control things from the lower chakra level, which is where the ego resides, and the sense of control, and the sense of fear, or being right, or afraid of being shamed, or having guilt or worry, afraid of what others will think if you don't know everything. We have to go back to childlike wonder, where it's okay to ask a question, or to imagine, or be creative, or color outside the lines, Or think that something is new and different. This is the time to do this. To open your mind and to let things go. If you can open your mind, you'll open your intuition. And if you can let things go, your emotional field will open as well. And both of these will be able to bring in energy from the other side at a much quicker pace. Leading you to new ideas, new inventions, new creations and a whole new pattern of life. The faster all of us can do this, the faster we will transmute through karma, through the Akashic Records, through our evolution, through our growth as a species here on Earth. So much more that I want to say about this with the Akashic Records. But once again, I've run out of time. And as you can see, it's so much bigger than the Akashic Records, it's all connected. But I hope this gives you some thought about where we might be right now and our transition and our cycles. And I would love uh, to hear from you. If you have thoughts about this, if you like listening to my podcast on iTunes or Spotify, you can find it there. I also post them directly on my website, exploreyourspirit.com. And I post them on YouTube where they uh, play as well. So Whichever way works for you. I'm also on iHeartRadio now too. So whichever way it works for you to find me. Hope you're enjoying these podcasts. Lots more to come.